I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff. This is Travis! Welcome to Undesign. Travis. See, I gave you a quick second to see if you were going to try to get ahead of me. No, again. I wasn't going to. I'm not going to try that again. That was a, that was a fatal mistake. Um, <laughs> I, I died. I, I literally died. So literally this is my ghost. Yes. Travis, I'm very excited about today's topic. I want you to know that. Um, okay. It, it, we, we do have a topic. Um, we, we do. And it was rolled. Um, was. It was very low on the list. It was number eight because eight is great again. It was um, somehow we imagine, yeah, we, we've got what is that, three eights now, two um, episodes in a row. It's like, yeah, it's triple infinity, and it's pretty good. Um, so, so I rolled is fantasy boring. You did roll is fantasy boring. Now, our, our listeners, Travis, might ask themselves, why would you even ask this question? What, why would you, why would you seek to disparage this genre that I love so much? What do you mean is fantasy boring? What kind of a nonsense question is this? So, Travis, would you like to inform our listeners why this question is on our list? I mean, this question is probably on the list because I I, I hate fantasy. I dislike fantasy to the nth degree. I don't like fantasy at all. Um, I have repeatedly played fantasy games and yes. done fantasy-based role-playing, things like that. Yep. Um, and have subjected myself to countless uh, very, very bad fantasy films. Um, and I hate it. Um, I don't like it. I, I think it's boring. Uh, and, and I know that that has probably rubbed off on you in some way because I've been bitching about it for 15 years. Sure. Um, that I don't like fantasy. Um, now, now, I don't like fantasy is different from is fantasy boring. Um but there to is. me, that's, it's that's to two me, separate it, things. Right, right. Those are separate separate entities, but they are the same to me because they both ex they both uh, exist in the same space. Because I, I, yes, it's both boring and I hate it. Uh, so, so I don't know. I guess that's why it's a question. I guess that's that's a question, right? Is fantasy boring? Because I I don't like it, right? Yes. Well, let's let's start at the beginning. Let's give our let's do a little little history here, okay? Because. Okay. You and I both started uh, playing this, you know, like that is to say, both started with D&D, &D, as we mentioned before. We both started playing the game oh, actually around the same time period, sometime in like 89, 91, 90, 89 to 91, somewhere in that range, right? Yeah, I, I, I was like nine years old. You were what, like 11 or something? Like that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. We started at about the same time. Basically, the launch of second edition is what got us into the game yeah. somewhere around there. Um, when those books became more widely available and they were at my local comic book store. Walden books and stuff. Um, Walden books. We're old. Right. Right. <laughs> Indeed. What? It's a store that sold physical books. Um, so, okay. So the you played a lot of fantasy then. You clearly liked it at some point. So, so very quickly here, walk me through the history of how this mutated. You must. How have did this liked, mutate? I, I yeah. don't. I have never really thought through. It. I don't know why. Why I don't like. Like I don't know what happened exactly. Because I, I started off and I liked it a lot. Um, I enjoyed it. It all it all felt fresh and new, fresh and clean. Yeah. Um, you know, I got into like the um, the the Hobbit and the Return of the King and you know, Lord of the Rings stuff. Yep. yep. Um, probably first. Um, my, like I was first exposed to it by like the the Rankin and Bass cartoons. Okay. And then uh, shortly thereafter, I went into the books. Um, you know, the Hobbit and stuff. So. 
uh, my my road was much the same. I was I got very very sick, and somebody hand and I was just like bedridden when I was on vacation, and somebody that I was on vacation with happened to have the Hobbit, and they said, "Here, why don't you read this while you're in bed?" And so that was my introduction. There you go. There you go. So and 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 so and I like when I started playing, I, I started to play D and D because those things were cool, um, and it was available to me to play. So I so I did. Um, and for a while, for some years, I enjoyed it. Um, I explored every avenue I possibly could find within that genre, uh, the genre of kind of uh, fantasy. You know, there's lots of subgenres and stuff, you know, sword, sorcery, whatever. I explored all those avenues um, through, through my playing games and reading books and consuming, like, television movies that are based around fantasy-type settings, things like that. Right, right, right. Um, and then I hit a wall, okay? And uh, that wall was the boundaries of fantasy. Um, so, so fa- okay, I don't, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the listeners I do, might not. but they, I doubt our listeners do, because I don't think you, you, the way you sort of construct in your head what is fantasy might be good to, 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 yeah, to eliminate here and why you see i understand we can't put a hard line around this right there's there's probably some it's difficult of... to put any kind of hard line around anything at all of course yes um but but I, in general what do you mean by the the edge of fantasy because i think if i could really quickly sum what i think do. you your your statement is is something like this fantasy is by its nature a fairly limited genre because it has to happen in the past or, mm-hmm. or some version of the past, some version of like low technology. And you and I have gone round and round about this. So I'm sure, yes. I'm sure our listeners are already forming counter arguments. That's fine. Um, yeah, whatever. They're wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, the. I get to be the bad guy for once. That's cool. You are the bad guy in this episode. Um, you're the heel. So the uh, it's some element, some version of the past. In many cases, uh, it's often some weird European uh sort of world that never really existed right um and I-, I did a video on the the history of science fiction and fantasy on my on my youtube channel the nature of those two genres and where they were together and where they split and one of the things i point out is that you know fantasy as a genre existed long before tolkien but yes indeed what happened is when tolkien published his books he locked fantasy he sort of set the the conception of what fantasy would be in the zeitgeist in the popular culture there are certainly people who would push it but to most people tolkien's world some version of it some weird almost europe you know roughly the 14th century or something like that right became the definition of fantasy um, which of course there's no, that's, it doesn't need to be construed. So right. Um, fantasy could be set in many different time periods or many different cultures or, or cultures completely unlike our own or earth. Or right. Anything. There are, there are, there are, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there are many, many types of fantasy, obviously. Yes. Yeah. It just doesn't tend to be right. Um, most people's conception of fantasy. And I think when you look at, at if, you know, they, they would have an image like the Lord of the Rings in their head, right? If there be elves uh, the Lord of the Rings is probably the first image that anyone, you know, conceives of if, if they were, they would be asked the question, what is fantasy? You know, you, you, you immediately go to those, to those, uh, what are, what are now, what are now just the, the typified, um, 
kind of fantasy thing, you know, swords and magic and, and Elves, dwarves. Uh, kingdoms yeah. and, you yes. know, dungeons and, and, yep. you know, ogres, whatever, all that, all that same stuff that, that, you know, you see over and over again. Yep. Um, so that, that's what, that's what people would, people would think of when you say what, you know, what is fantasy and now, now that fact alone tells you that it's a highly defined thing. Okay. Because people have such can can have such a vivid and clear conception of what you're talking about just by saying what is fantasy, uh-huh. you know, th- to have that that kind of clarity um, without without additional input from you know from from the questioner is is strange. Like that's that that you get you can get you you know their image images cover this vast swath of stuff, and it's always the same. Everybody gets the same. It's always, it's all like they're they're all in the same area. And your point being, like, so just as a quick aside, we're not that it's we're going issue. to talk about this, uh, where this is a separate episode. But your point being very quickly that sci-fi doesn't suffer from this same. Right. Okay. So yeah. Right. Thing. So sci-fi is the best. There's nothing better than sci-fi. Sci-fi is is what is the best. That, that's that's the one, guys, guys and gals. <laughs> Everybody, sci-fi is what you want. Um. If if you like fantasy, that's fine, okay. But I bet you would you would like sci-fi just as much because guess what? Sci-fi is fantasy plus. That's all it is. That's what sci-fi is. Sci-fi is fantasy without the boundaries. So right? I mean, it's I'm right. Okay, that that's what it comes <laughs> down to. I'm right about this. Um, fantasy has those those borders and those boundaries. Uh-huh. And as soon as you like what what you just described, what we just discussed for a little while, as soon as you step outside of those bounds, it, to me, that's not fantasy anymore. You've stepped into science fiction. Um, you know, things like things like uh, that, that take it really far, like you know, like He Man and and Thundercats. Um, some people might remember them. Uh, other people might might not. I don't know. Um, those, those are, are obviously science fiction. Like they're, they're overtly science fiction, although they have fantasy themes and elements, um, they're still science fiction. Uh, okay. They have um, because, tanks because and laser and, guns. And, right. And anything, like anything that. where, where, and anything that, that happens that is because of advanced technology or anything like that is going to be overtly science fiction. Like it just is. Um, the uh, what's what's that D and D Eberron? Um, Eberron, yeah. That has what, like Warforged and stuff like that. Correct. That's they science have, fiction. It's just a subgenre. People. It's 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 uh, steampunk, which is just science fiction, but steamier. Yeah, um, I don't. So that's still science fiction. Um, so so here's what I'll say. I think that you have created, and I'm sure there's going to be listeners who think this as well. I think you've created a self-fulfilling prophecy here, right? Okay. Like you have drawn a line around a, a a a bunch of story elements that you don't find interesting, right? Anymore, kings and, okay. and queens and and these sorts of things, right? You've drawn your own line around those, and then you point at everything in that border and say that's fantasy. Hence, I don't like it. What I would argue is that just because that's the common conception of the thing it doesn't mean that the whole thing is bad let me let me, let me... okay well, but but no but, but hold on i don't i don't feel that way okay. i don't feel like anything within those boundaries is inherently bad in itself i okay. think it's bad when it, when it itself is stuck within those boundaries 
and cannot escape those boundaries. Now, most people want what's within those boundaries. That's the problem. And when you start to step outside of those boundaries, that's when you start seeing issues. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. I still like kings and queens and, and you know, royalty and stuff. That's great. Uh, I still like swords and sorcery and, um, you know, knights and, and dragons and stuff. That's all great too. Okay. It's just not okay when it's just that stuff. So is your is your real concern here that people have simply overlimited themselves? Yes, I, I feel I feel like they have created this this wall around fantasy that makes it that's it, it, it basically impenetrable. Like it's very difficult to get past past that wall for some people. Like they will they will look at stuff and they just won't they won't be able to get there. Um, things that bridge the gap uh, are the only only way through. Like Star Wars, you know. Star Wars bridges Star Wars, the gap. Yes, being a being a seemingly science fiction story that's actually right. fantasy. You would think it's 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 science fiction, but that's deep. It's deeply rooted in fantasy and science fiction. So it has it has basically equal parts. Um, and you'll find a lot of people out there who really like Star Wars, right? But don't like Star Trek. Yes, which is and, much more hard sci-fi. And and this is this is this is like, like that that limiter that I'm talking about because. I have run into a lot of people that are the same way about, you know, how, how you, you got sides, Star Trek, Star Wars, whatever. You get these sides between fantasy and science fiction, which I hate. I can't, like, that's, that's awful. Um, I, I, I say, you know, I mean, like, take the limits off, okay? That, that's, that's my, the entirety of my argument. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the limits. Well, and I'm, I'm down with that because I totally agree with that. Some of the most fun, quote-unquote, fantasy games that I have run recently. So let me say this. I, I like both sort of, let's call it the Coca-Cola classic, right? Um, and, and have run, you know, very, very, very classic games recently that are like everybody is, you know, sort of one of the Tolkienian races and, and the story is very simple and you start in a small town and, you know, there's like every fantasy classic trope piled into one game. I've run that game recently. Because I wanted to do a, a, a pullback to, to simpler times. And it was interesting. It was a fun experiment. Now, at the same time, okay, um, I have also, uh, you know, recently run uh, games with, you know, lacking many sort of like crazy magical elements, but set in 1630 France in the real world uh, with some magical elements, but uh, being a Musketeers game. Okay. I've also recently run a game where everything was set in ancient Rome. And for the most part, everybody was, you know, a soldier or something like that, right? Uh, a legionnaire. Um, so I, to me, I think I'm, I am willing to push the bounds of this. I don't think I've, I think for a while I've been willing to be unconstrained. And I think that, here's my argument. If most people want that thing, Okay, like part of what you're saying here is like, well, if you step outside, people kind of get angry or push back or don't like the change, right? Yes. And I, to me, that's fine. That just means they're missing out. Let me, let me, let me move this argument for just a moment into a different type of thing and see if maybe I can draw a parallel that will move action movies. Yeah, see, I was going to point at westerns because that's what, that's what fantasy is, okay? Fantasy is westerns. Well, the reason I say action movies is this, because no, no, because action movies is science fiction and westerns. Now, just is... wait, 
Okay. Just let, let me get here. Let me see. You can you can demolish my analogy in a minute, okay? And the reason I say action movies fit this thematically from a from a reception point of view. Yeah. Is because people have seemed to come to expect a very particular thing out of their action movies, right? Heroes that are invulnerable, like the Fast and the Furious type syndrome, right? Big, dumb action set pieces. You know, people can't like Vin Diesel kicks the ground and breaks it open in, you know, what the recent Fast and Furious movie. Okay. Like near superhero level <laughs> of heroes that that happens. That's, That's legitimately so ridiculous, true. Dude. That's so um, ridiculous. He says something like, when you go against the street, the street always wins. And then he jumps up and down like he's as though he's a superhero and he smashes. They're on a parking crush. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, so the point is, is that a lot of those things have come to be seen as the staples of the genre. And you can say people want that and that's what that's what people take and they won't accept anything else. And maybe that's true, but maybe there's John Wick. Okay. And John Wick doesn't play with, you know, these elements in incredibly revolutionary fashion, right? It's still an action movie. It's just a really good version of that thing. And it uses a lot of the same tropes, but Wick is certainly far from immortal. He gets, you know, hurt fairly badly in there. He's highly skilled and certainly a darn near superhero, but he doesn't come out of that unscathed in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, but I mean, I mean, but but Wick Wick is is like classic action to me though. So that's like I, I don't that know. I don't know about your analogy. Type here. of action that isn't an action movie. My my point isn't whether or not what is the classic. Okay, thing? okay. modern okay. fantasy isn't really Tolkien. Okay, like the world of Tolkien was more character driven and based on environment and living in the world, and it wasn't you know like yes there were these elements of Europe, but it was also mm -hmm. like highly highly moralistic and it was you know magic wasn't really a thing right Mod modern fantasy is more forgotten realms now yes than anything else correct the, which is Tol very different from tolkien yeah yes so I, I would argue that in as much as that's true this is also true so my point is that like i think you're right the played out if here's here's how i would tr twist your argument and and try to counter it the played out stock version of the thing to to especially people who've been in the game for a while i've been in this game too long you know for for people like like us who've been doing this for 25 yeah, years way too long yeah yeah it's not interesting anymore i agree we have explored and that that is because we have explored that right in the same way that like movie critics don't tend to like simple sort of like rote action movies like that because They've seen it a hundred times. They've had to watch every version of this thing. A movie Possibly, critic yeah. is not going to find that stuff interesting, not because it's necessarily bad. A normal, the difference between a normal person watching that movie and a movie critic watching that movie is a normal person might watch three or four or five of those new movies in a theater a year, right? Period. Whereas a movie critic is there every weekend watching maybe one or two movies watching every version of those movies and that's us that's the difference between us and someone who casually likes fantasy right so absolutely yeah absolutely i like like i said you have to explore all the boundaries to get to where i am right so to me fantasy itself if i was going to make an argument for fantasy being boring i want to actually twist this around a little 
Because I actually think the standard sort of fantasy is also boring, but for different reasons. Okay. I don't mind the dwarves and elves and, and Tolkien and Inish. I don't know, world construction. The part of fantasy that I find to be boring, and I think is played out, is the moralistic paradigm, right? Traditionally, fantasy is about good versus evil, a clearly defined good and a clearly defined evil. Now, there are some genres. based home invasion. Murder and theft, correct. Yeah. Now, there are subgenres that play with this sword and sorcery being the first started, you know, in the basically in the sixties when we started playing with these moral lines, but it's, you know, it's still not the stock fantasy by any stretch of the imagination. Right. And to me that of like the mustache twirling, cackling villain and the bright shining knight that goes and, and rescues the princess and blahzy blahzy blah. That to me is far more boring than than any trappings of the environment or the time period or the setting, right? And and maybe you agree, and maybe that's also part of your issue. Um, yeah. Because for me, I want look. Okay, it's it's depth and color on like, both sides. There, the problem the problem you're talking about now is storytelling. It's just at this pure and simple storytelling is the issue, right? Uh, and it maybe maybe the you know your whole your critical critical analogy and things like that. Um, uh, yes, a lot of that has to do with um, with I, I have I have read seventeen versions of this book, right? Sure, and they're yeah. all written by different people, and only one of them is, was good, and it was like the second one I read. So uh, all of this just has soured me on it. Yes, that's that's part of it. Absolutely, that's part of it. And they keep making those books, like, and, and they just they just keep happening. They keep writing more and more of this same exact book, and they're not getting better. Um, occasionally there's a night, there's one that's decent. You can read it, whatever. It's fine. Uh, but most of it's garbage. Just like, you know, just like, uh, every, uh, all, all, all the, like the massive amount of, um, shows that are exactly like law and order. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, law yep. and order was, was probably pretty good, but then there were 37 seasons of it. Right. Um, and then every, every different channel had to have 37 seasons of it just with a different name. Right. Um, you know, and it's just it's just the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And obviously that's going to get boring. Um, you're going to you're going to you're going to reach like like I said, the end of those the edge of those boundaries pretty quickly. Yeah, and I, I think that's fair. I really do. I, I don't have a problem with that. I think to me, it's not a question of of is fantasy itself boring. I right. think it's a question of you it you're you're going to make it boring for yourself. You're going to be like us. You're going to make yourself into an old crotchety hater of things. But it's worse, though, Vince. It's 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 worse than that. It's if worse you than don't open your mind early and be willing to explore. Right. Um. It, it, yes, I agree. But it's more than that. Still. Okay. Um. The problem with fantasy is that there is an end to the road. Okay. You're going to find. You're going to find those limits. You're going to find those edges, and that in itself makes it a a a limited thing okay as soon as you step outside that you you walk into the wonderful world of science fiction where there aren't any limits so it's obvious to me where fantasy falls on on the ladder of genres below science fiction i assume is where you're going, you're going absolutely below science fiction i think there's there's no i'm just saying uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna, you're gonna have to let go 
of that fantasy stuff and move on, you know, because you're going to get, there's going to be an end. So when the end comes around, yeah, it may be your favorite book and maybe you want to go read it again, but you're going to get tired of it. So open your mind. That's all I care about. Open your mind, people. Sure. I, I obviously have a strong disagreement with you on this, on this point, simply because I don't, I don't think the borders are there. I'm not even sure there's honestly a difference between these two genres. Um, as I said, uh, I, I... that's true. There, there, there may not be, um, but how, how, how the general populace perceives these things is, is how we define them. Okay. Sure. Fair enough. That, that's and fair. and the general populace perceives these two things very differently. Yes, they do. They, they, one, one is limitless. One is limited. Um, now, to me and you, who. who we talk about this just constantly, just nonstop. Like, this is a frequent topic of conversation. That's why I was excited when this came up today. Yeah, we just keep talking about it. Obviously, obviously, we can find further truths because we, we, we delve so deeply into it over and over and over and over and over again. We beat it into the ground. Yes. We have officially um, banged our beat this, this dead horse, but even yeah. more dead. So, so all I'm saying is when I look at the, when I look at the, the general public and the way they look at things and the people that I interact with that, that, that look at these things, uh-huh. they see a certain thing. Um, they don't, when they look at science fiction, they don't see the same thing. They see so, something without end. You know what I'm saying? Whereas they're, they're, they see an end. Their perception has an ending. Yes. And, and perception to some degree is reality. I don't, I don't disagree with the point you're making here. It like. If if here's how I would construe this and kind of I think fall on it. If we take the sort of average or generic or publicly perceived or zeitgeist or however you want to, I don't want to get too hung up on the semantics of that, right? Um, but you get what I mean. Yes. Definition of the thing. Then fantasy is has a ticking clock. It will become boring. It can't not almost right. Because of the nature of what it is, because in that in that perception, it is a more limited, smaller genre, right? That has more right. defined edges and expectations, whereas science fiction by that same public zeitgeisty, whatever you want to say, perception does not. Right. Like does not or at the very minimum has much wider boundaries, uh, um, yeah, I guess, I, I guess. Because uh, we could, I mean, we could hem it in. I'm assuming um, within that that public thought. Maybe. That's another topic. Yeah, yeah. There's we're we're going to talk about science fiction in future episodes. That's that's another one of the topics on there. I don't know when it'll happen because we don't know when anything will happen. Yeah, but it's on there. Um, Here's yeah. the thing. Look, I mean, I'm I, I obviously I'm I'm super biased. This is not this is not <laughs> completely rational. Right. Sure. Um, the, the 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 truth of the matter is, we're we're human beings. And when we tell stories, we tell human stories. And if you tell a human story in a fantasy world or a science fiction uh, universe, um, you're still telling a human story. Um, so as long as the storytelling is good, that's what's going to matter. That, I, that's the truth of it. Uh, that is a great note to end this undesigned on because I 100% agree with that. No doubt. So, so I would say that that's, you know... Is, is fantasy boring undesigned? Undesigned. I agree. Thank you very much, everybody. We appreciate you listening. As always, emails down in the show notes. Hit us up. If you've got a topic you want us to add to the list or discuss, we always love to hear from you. And talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.